Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Welcome along, folks. You uh, you joined us, by the way, just as PJ Gallagher has returned from the little boys' room, the lavatorium. How was that going for you? Because I mean, the lavatorium. A, yeah, it's a famous. <gasps> it's a famous kind of running theme. Oh yes, um, throughout yeah. the course of um, uh, our entire working relationship, really, that that you've had a, um, a, a you know an ongoing sort of. Um, Oh, you have, yeah. I a have, waterworks issue. I have a hyperactive urethra or, or overactive bladder or something like that. I can't remember did the exact diagnosis. Yeah, he did give me an exact diagnosis, and you know, every so often I have to go on tablets. Uh, so basically, my my body doesn't want to um, are tolerate. They, are they dry up tablets? Is that what you do? Are I, they sort of like? I think it's more patient. Do they absorb all the wee? No, I think that it gives it. Puts patience in the southern hemisphere, if you know what I mean. Oh, it relaxes. It. Yeah, it relaxes. Oh, no, things. you wouldn't want to relax it; it'd come out by itself. Uh, no, it, it does relax. No, it does relax things. That's kind of what it does. Yeah, it stops you. It stops you. Basically, I suppose it's kind of like my willy has a panic attack, uh, and it feels a little bit, and it needs to calm down and not evacuate immediately. Right. And that's essentially what these tablets do. They sort of they're like a Xanax for the southern hemisphere. That's really? what they are. Yeah, so willy Xanax. Like that's what you're on. Willy yeah, Xanax. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's in a weird kind of way. I'm not on them at the moment now. Right. Uh, I'll have to do it sporadically. Willy Valium, really, more so. Yeah. Wi- Willy Valium. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. amazing. So it's a sporadic... Stop getting so excited. Damn <laughs> hell. It's only a little bit of wee. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought there was going to be loads of it and everything. I didn't want to do a mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, thankfully, it's not about mistakes and all, because we've all been that soldier as well before. You know, we've all been that so. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Batman. Ah, come on, you know, you've gone in, you you, you, you you know the old saying, no matter how much you shake and you dance, you'll always get a drop or two in your pants. Okay, well, and yeah, you yeah, know yeah, this, yeah. Uh, And you know the way sometimes, it's happened to every man, there's nothing to be ashamed of, lads, <laughs> hands up, we're all okay, it's happened to everyone, you've done a little wiggle, you haven't done enough of a wiggle, you put it back in, and next thing, there's a map of South America um, <laughs> on the, on your jeans. Oh, and you it's have, the war, and it always happens when, well, I mean, whatever about yeah. your jeans, right, well, it, it normally always happens in, remember those times when you'd have to wear something that'd be like a, I don't know, like a chino. Oh, like a chino. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're wearing something that has a bit of colour on it. Summertime, uh, or yeah, your, your summer pants. You have your shorts on or something. I know. And then you're on holidays. And then you start to splash water all over the rest of yourself to try yeah. and make it look as though you, yeah, as if you splashed yourself when you were washing your hands. Splashy sink. And you're like, oh, this is just desperate. Yeah. Oh my God. Tell you the trials and tribulations. People have no idea. Yeah, yeah. What you go through. It is getting into short season now again. Well, that, we're, yeah, we're, we're well, sure, it, doesn't, it doesn't take much to get you into shorts. Well, of course, you see, the thing is, you've been using the bike a lot lately. I know, so and that I, prohibits your because up to now, I, I would have thought you'd have already been in shorts. I would have been only back on two wheels all the time, and I, I don't feel right wearing shorts on two wheels. It's all frowned the time. on in the in the biker fraternity. It's frowned it? upon, yeah. Mind you, everything I do is frowned on. I don't know why this one particular thing bothers me, um, but it is sort of frowned on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but like so is jeans But I still wear jeans I'm not very protective You know Just, It's a wonder I haven't been in trouble for. Yeah, It's a wonder you, a wonder you can get a helmet on It's true yeah It's a wonder I haven't been in trouble For not wearing protection before <laughs> uh, But these things happen in life You know So say la vie <laughs> These things I said to try it. Yeah yeah Montreux Montreux or so, so come here listen are the, So we're, we're saying that the um, the, the, the willy urgency Oh that's all has, That's all under it's control It's all under control it's Very much under control Yeah okay. yeah, yeah. I, I have to say I, And I Men's Health Month Is coming up so Lads if you're any sort of worries Just go into the yeah, doctor though. Don't if, be your, if your willy's got A bit of anxiety Or whatever There's willy valium Out there for you Yeah things can be done Can I just say by the way Now that you've brought it up Yeah So to speak uh, If you are a lad And you are And you do have something That's 
annoying you. Don't. Will you just go into the doctor about it? There, there's so many lads don't go into the doctor about things because, uh, well, for a few reasons. Right. Number one, um, they think that the process might be a bit invasive. <laughs> you know, oh, the old rubber glove job. Well, yeah, well, I don't know what they do. You know the way you, you also you get. There's always some lad has a horror story. That's the problem. That's the problem I had. Right. So you think to yourself, uh, I'm going to go in and um, I'm going to uh, you know have a little bit of a born, and you'll have one make goes, Don't go to the doctor about that. Jay, my uncle had a born, and I went in and he clipped off his testicles, and they took a set of testicles off a greyhound, and he had to walk around with um, the dog's testicles. He, he, he gave me mad, had to litter the puppies and everything after it. It was disgraceful. Don't be talking about doctor with your testicles. Just let it happen. Normal, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just whatever is wrong, go in and talk to the, do- talk or, uh, to the doctor. Yeah, or else you get that uh, that mate who believes that any any expression of pain or anything or discomfort of any kind is weakness. Yeah. Ah, man up, will you? Yeah. Sure, it's only an L. So what? I'm pouring blood. No ah, one cares. for God's sake, will Just a up, couple of litres of blood a day. <laughs> What are you getting all upset about? Yeah, yeah, for God's sake. I've done worse. i uh, tell you something. It's the same. In the fe- garden. Those are the same fellas, though. If they cut their finger, they call an ambulance. You know, it's always the yeah. big I am, man, that, that are. Mind you, I have to say, ever since that um, that thing we discovered, we, uh, you discovered it actually um, uh, flicking around here one morning. Um, I'm going to certainly use that story as a horror story going forward. If anybody Which, ever, if any of my mates ever say it to me about needing to go to the doc for, you know, prostate things or whatever, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to use that story of your man who grew a willy on his arm. Did you see that show? Man, I've never seen anything. That was the maddest show. You, you did. It was a Channel 4 thing, wasn't well, it? Well, we did the story here first yeah. on the radio about it coming out. And then I went and watched the show on the Channel 4 player. It's available on the Channel 4 player now. Right. Man. And it's called The Man Who Grew a Penis it's on His Arm, the fellow, it? Yeah, the fellow with a winny on his arm or something. It's called The Fellow with the Penis on His Arm or something. And you think to yourself, right, I, I'll watch this. I give it, man, it's a pig. A long langer hanging off his wrist. It's right where you'd wear a watch, man. It's unbelievable. You could put the watch on the willy instead of his wrist, if Good you know what God. I mean. It's and the poor fella. Yeah, it's actually a very sad show because you know if he was rich, he wouldn't have been left as long. So he basically he went to the toilet one what day. What do you mean he wouldn't have been left as long? So I'll tell you. He then he went to the toilet one day, right? right and his willy came off in his hand, right? It came off. Now I don't know if there was drugs. So, hang on a second, right? Yeah. I mean that Sorry that, It came off in his that, hand Yeah but that tends not to be An instant thing You're saying there was no warning uh, Everything was normal for a while And then suddenly He's standing there And going You wouldn't believe it No uh, this like, is, uh, Okay a door handle That occasionally comes off In your hand when you Your willy doesn't Remember I was talking to the boss Our boss And I was holding a cup of tea A cup of tea Remember that And the whole cup Jumped off the handle that's true. I stand in front of him and just jumped off that. And, and the three of us stood there looking at each other yeah. as the tea splashed all over the walls. And yeah, and I was just standing there holding the handle, looking at me boss going, mm-hmm. don't know what happened here. Sorry. Well, the, essentially the same thing happened this fella. Granted, yes, you're right. Of course, it didn't just come off. It, it, it was bruising. Uh, was it, it must have been hanging by a thread. Uh, yeah, it was bruising. There was damage. Yeah. Eventually, it went black. He did nothing about it. It's... Started you to see, get a bit again, smelly. An- another reminder, the, folks. You know, lads particularly go to the doctor. Will you? <laughs> Don't wait till it goes black and gets really smelly. Yeah, and then That's not he great. went and he went to the toilet and it came off in his hand. Right, right. He called the, the ambulance. Uh, they took would. him into the hospital. Um, they developed. They had to use skin from his forearm to build him a new one. Right, a new willy. Uh, yeah, and they grew it on his arm. 
and says, we'll put that downstairs when we get around to it. Yeah. Well, now, I still, I there was still, a big waiting list. Can, I still have the question of why it had to go on his arm. Be, uh, the part, would you not have put it on his back? Or no. His, or somewhere that you could put it under clothes? Like, why would you have to? Why does it have to be on his arm? I don't, I, truthfully, or I don't. his leg. Apparently, the skin on your forearm is just very soft and sensitive. It's, Ooh, it's, it's like it's willy skin. It's willy skin, yeah. Right. So if you ever want to know what a huge willy, you just rub your forearm like that. <laughs> And your arm would be like a huge big wheel like that. Yeah, that's what's. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's what. It, that's what you would be thinking about a big wheel like that. With a big wheel with an elbow on. That you can pick things up with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all your that arm is. Very handy. And would an elbow on your willy be useful? I suppose it would be. Depends. It'd be, it'd be a contortionist. Know. Quite flexible already. <laughs> contortionist. <Yeah. laughs> it just needs to be longer so you can tie a knot in it. Or take the dog for a walk. Um, but <laughs> So they grew it on his arm. Right. And then, then there was a big waiting list. And then the pandemic happened. There was a big waiting list to get Willy on your arm. Well, yeah, there was, yeah, because there's was very people few... Are, sure. People are queuing up to have a Willy on their arm. No, apparent, no, he got caught up with the dodgy backs and the hips or whatever. Oh, right, okay. And then, he, well, you finally got... Uh, then Six years he was walking around with this thing. Six years with a Willy on his arm. Oh, my God. The poor fella, like... Six years walking around... And, and he called the Jimmy, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, did he, yeah? Did he call the Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. yeah? Yeah. And every time, he can't even sh- tell someone the time without getting done for flashing. <laughs> It was absolutely well, unbelievable. You were saying that, that the, the, the program itself was actually really grim. It was, it was very like, grim. It was, it was very grim. Hard life and everything and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, very sad all, and yeah, all. Yeah. And like you see, you see him, he's there, he's in the house and he's drinking a bag of cans and all. And there's a big William. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, the poor fella. Where did it all go wrong? Where did it all go wrong? I'm sitting here drinking a bag of cans with a William. And, and then eventually... I didn't, this is not the way I expected my life to turn. Uh, thankfully, there's a, a sort of a happy ending. They put it back in the right place at the end. Well, that's... A, yeah. But he's like, he's so used to showing it to people. He's just standing there with his... Yeah. It's just hanging yeah. out. And he's like, there you go, Neil. Well, he's just, yeah. even regardless of it being off his arm, he it's just a, going... Yeah, he but, leaves it out, as a... But in fairness, it's, you've been seeing it hanging off his that? arm for the whole show. And then weirdly, it goes back between his legs. You go, oh, he's not going to get it out now. There's no need for that. They should have put a warning up or something. God's sake. Yeah, so, but it is... It, it, yeah, so I, t- I tell you, count you... Cross your willies and go to bed. With, uh, count your lucky willies, lads. <laughs> yeah, bless your willie. Ble- bless your willie. Count your willie. Ho- God, it's a good job your Warthog situation didn't, you know, didn't develop. A lot. That it turns out that Willie Vi- uh, not Willie Viagra, Willie Valium, yeah. is, um, is available. Or you, you never know. I mean, I know you'd that- have had to get you'd have had to get your one tattooed and all just that to is- fit in. Wouldn't Are you joking? You know, a tattooed Willie just to. <laughs> So um, that match the rest of your body. I get. I might get a tattoo on a, a big ring of thorns or something. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You know what I mean? It would never happen to me anyway because I run into what, the doctor what, no matter what's wrong with what me. You should get tattooed on your willy. Is don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I might just go for a check in there <laughs> later on. Right, listen, let's give you a few of the best bits from during the week. Uh, good week, as always, um, on Morning Glory. It was good crack. And uh, we were talking all sorts. I mean, if you could see this list in front of me, it's a very bizarre, it's a very eclectic mix. It is, isn't it, yeah. Our show features. Um, we did end up, bizarrely, Fish made a couple of appearances during the week. It did, for some and, reason. And it turns out size matters. It's, it absolutely uh, really does. And there was no willies involved here. It was just no, fish. No, no, just fish. Size matters big style. Um, so we'll hear about that. Um, uh, there was willies involved in the other story we did, or one of the other stories we did this week, which involved noisy neighbours. Yeah. 
and why a, a sp- very specific type of noise complaint mm. uh, and how it's it's very much on the rise <laughs> these <laughs> days. It's a very appropriate expression yeah, in the circumstances. So. Uh, also, of course, uh, a week wouldn't go by without PJ uh, seizing the opportunity to give me a good kicking and uh, a major slagging uh, about the fact that I'm just marginally older than he is. Marginally, it is only a, f- a couple. Plus, of, what's a couple of decades between friends? <laughs> It's it's spectacularly backfired on him when he found out how good my life is. Oh, not just my life, but all of us. Yeah, all of us. particularly kind of like golden age. There's never been a better time to be a pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> never been. <laughs> and also, um, if you're on the lookout for a, for a, for a job, we had a bit of advice on that as well. There's a, there's actually a new training uh, thing going on for um, for people in the bar trade. Oh, there is, yeah, yeah, a, a whole new sort of scheme that we actually thought already existed. If yeah. I'm being honest. Oh, weird. But anyway, listen, have a listen. We'll chat to you on the other side. Glory days, the best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Speaking of romance, speaking Peter, of yeah, this is a bizarre and- one. Passion and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Well, you know, noise complaints have been a problem for neighbours and neighbourhoods and everything around the world for a very, very long time, right? Yeah, par for the course, really. Par for the course, noise complaints are a thing. But apparently, right, during lockdown, um, a, a sudden and sharp rise in a very particular type of noise complaint um, started to happen. Yeah. So basically, people who are spending a little bit more time around each other and feeling a little bit more amoratic uh, as they enjoyed each other's company um, would find themselves sometimes retreating to the um, boudoir or the bedroom I suppose you might call it uh, and uh, making a lot of noise that they weren't making beforehand Right. and noise complaints went sort of through the roof uh, for want of a better word and now uh, sort of everything's sort of mostly gone back to normal okay but the noise complaints for this particular activity haven't come down at all right so there was a sudden sharp rise and it's not Sta- gone away. It stayed up, so to speak. It stayed up, yeah, exactly, yeah. Wow. And it's uh, and there's lots of complaints coming in. Lots, some people are saying that um, a rumpy, pumpy, sort of, uh, the rumpy, pumpy rumpus, uh, as one man mm. desc- de- des- described to his local council, said it was outrageous. There's a rumpy, pumpy rumble going on. Yeah, he was. Uh, he complained to his council and says, it's outrageous. I mean, I'd understand it if it was once a week, like any normal person. Uh, but this is every <laughs> night at the same time. Wow. Yeah. And what are they? Are they newlyweds or something that just moved in next? Door to him. I don't think. I, you see, this is all. It's pandemic passion. Right. So I don't think. I think there are people who have rediscovered each other's um, the joys parts. of each other's physical attributes. You know, uh, that's become a thing. And yeah, uh, other people are saying that it's outrageous. See, uh, one person he says it's he, he swears to God his neighbour is actually opening the window first on purpose. <laughs> He says, I know that everybody needs a little bit of air. It's a sweaty activity and all of that. But he's opening the window and he's the whole, the whole neighbourhood can hear him. Wow. And he doesn't mention the other yeah. partner. So I don't know if he's on his own or what's going on. But <laughs> well, that's just got to say, the noisy nookie. Yeah. Like, it's kind of obviously these people, like, wow. that's in, I'm assuming that these are taking place in, let's say, you know, uh, in, like, what would you call them? Um... Uh, terraced houses or or semi D's, you know, yeah, where, where there's a, a shared wall it, or at least very close proximity. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. one woman said she was very disappointed because she heard what she thought was a fox in pain or a cat screeching in the back garden, and she went out to sort of see if she could help the poor animal who I was see. obviously in a lot of pain at the time, only to discover that it was the the next door neighbour. 
um, and the other half engaged in an absolutely atrocious thing with the and you, you look up and the light on in the window and uh, you could see right in and they couldn't see down because it was all dark in the garden and she wow. said it was absolutely she was shocked and horrified and that it sounded like a, an animal in pain. Must have been a, what a session that must have been. And that, it sounded like an animal in pain. Yeah, this is. They pure. were obviously into. There was obviously a bit of a Fifty Shades going on up there. If that was the case, if there was p- sounds of pain going on. Yeah, the, although you know, it's it's hard to sort of differentiate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, oh, jeepers! Oh God, what are you doing to me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I, can understand, I can understand why sounds like that would be potentially off-putting. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine, you know I mean? yeah. And I mean, I'm making myself sound very attractive now, aren't I? Oh, jabber. Mind, mind me legs. Oh, I've got the pins and needles now. Not your feet, not your feet. Oh, that's very cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose the that time can't of, be right. <laughs> the time of day would probably have a bearing as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Like if that yeah. was going on, and maybe you're in the middle of I don't know. Yeah, trying to watch the soaps. If you're sitting down, yeah, for a bit of a nasty <laughs> soap and a sandwich, you know, and it's the middle of the day, twelve noon or something, you, you'd be slightly disturbed by it, yeah. I suppose. And there's a squealing fox going on, or you know, yeah, the squealing fox. Or, maybe or in your case, two old men having a fight. <laughs> And for some reason, you just hear in the background, <laughs> Jabers, there's two men in there battering each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, boy, not the feet. That's got to go down as one of the great passionless lines of is. all time. Not me, feet. But isn't that reality? Like, you know, when you're, like, you see in the movies and all, and all stuff gets knocked all over the place, and, yeah. you know, and everybody knows exactly, open up, over top, gone. The reality is, you're trying to. You're like, oh, James, your feet are freezing, and you're trying to kick off your strides, but one leg goes inside out, and your sock is stuck, yeah, and all you're there. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll, tr- we'll try it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and in the middle of it all, it's I, I must fi- I must fix that uh, that um, uh, skirting board yeah, when I get a shower. You're after smashing me mass figurines, <laughs> or else you're in the shower. Did you ever try that? The Triton. One is just roasting, the other one's freezing. Your knees start to get locked, and all you're there going, well, we just got downstairs for the biscuit. <laughs> It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. And as I say, it is a it is a good looking day today. It is weather wise, it could be uh, fantastic. I hope it. Yeah, maybe you know you can indulge in one of your hobbies. Yeah, get out there, do a bit of fishing, swing a golf bat, exactly. You know, whatever it is that you're into, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or swing a rod. Swing, swing an old golf rod then, whatever exactly. you're into, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, you might go fishing. There's this amazing story of this kid today, right? He's 11 years old, mm-hmm. and he's just broken the Guinness World Record for catching a carp. Um, for now, hang on a second. You know, Dan 2.0 was only on the other day. Yeah. With his... What, what did we work it out as four and a half stone? Four and a half stone or something, yeah. His, he claimed his carp was. I know, I know. I don't know how this... Ways up. Is this going to is this going to blow this out of the water? Literally. Well, the fact it was done by yeah, it really will. Like, um, because this is uh, he's eleven, and he caught a fish that's almost twice the size of his dad's best catch, right? Ever, um, and it's ninety six pounds and ten ounces. Oh my god, ninety six pounds. It's four pounds lighter than the kid who caught it. Nearly double the size of the yoke that Dan caught. Yeah, nearly double the size. Yeah. 
Nearly twice the size of it's over twice the size what? of this man's biggest catch. He says he couldn't believe how big it was, and his arms were absolutely aching. So hang uh, on a second now. So okay, how many pounds? Ninety-six pounds and ten ounces was the size of this fish. A monster common carp, they're calling it. Six point eight stone. Yeah, he he caught the fish, and do you know what I love most about this story, right? Yeah, is his elfella seems like he's a bit raging. <laughs> yeah. Not the least bit proud. He is proud, but he's like, he's doing a bit of this. So he, he, they asked it. So the dad was asked, and he says, Yeah, yeah. It took him about 20 minutes to get it in, though. <laughs> and then he goes, I, I, it, took, it was it took 20 minutes he was winding it, you know. And I did tell him that he'll never catch a fish this big ever again. It's the once in a lifetime, you know. Anyone can get lucky once. I'm just glad it was him. That's what the dad is saying. Yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, the dad's all thick because, you know, he's saying. Well, you know, some of us have been fishing for t- 25 years and. You know, never got the opportunity as being yeah. as special as this. Yeah, so I hope he's, it's a pity it's wasted, you know. Oh, he's 11, he probably doesn't appreciate it, uh, like I would have. But a kid, uh, you know, sometimes kids get lucky, I suppose. Uh, lucky to have me as a father, I suppose, isn't he? More than anything else. That's so perfect. Well, I guess we'll have to throw half the fish out. We'll never eat that much. A bit of a waste, really. <laughs> he's literally looking for every possible negative yeah, to the whole experience. He's really thick about it. Yeah, he said, we didn't have any idea the size of it until it got into the net. And uh, Callum says, it's a once-in-a-lifetime catch. He said himself, I says, yes, it is. Yeah, it's once-in-a-lifetime, he said. Yeah, uh, and, don't uh, be used to that. Like, and then Callum said... I don't think it was easy. He, you did that. Yeah, they put it on the scales, right? And the kid has a GoPro camera. He's a, and he, he started to film it uh, and uh, said, that's massive, Dad. And his dad goes, yeah, okay, we have to go home now. <laughs> he, he's yeah, yeah, raging. Don't, don't get carried away, but nobody likes a bragger, yeah? Yeah, yeah, ju- it's a hand Calm ju- down, will you? Yeah, and apparently they asked the dad how many people have caught a fish that big before. And his he says, uh, well, a handful of anglers, yeah, have caught bigger fish. Um the overall common record is 101 pounds, so he didn't quite break the record. He broke the record for a child, but not for an adult. Someone still has to break that. It's <laughs> a begrudging, nothing better than a begrudging father. A begrudging father, isn't it? Listen, so the, the, it's only four pounds less than the weight of the child that the, caught him. Yeah. So right. he's obviously a strong kid to pull his own body weight nearly in like Can that. Can you yeah. imagine? You know the way uh, for, um, uh, fishermen normally do that picture? Where they hold the thing. Once I caught a he fish this a, big. He won't be able to, he could, There's no way. What a, well, I suppose he could carry his own body weight, but God, that'd be massive. He'd be better off just like standing it up and putting his arm around it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. Just put his arm for, around it. For the photograph, rather than trying to hold it in his hands. Here's me, and this, I'm the one on the left. This is the fish. Imagine when the, how thick the elf is going to be when they walk in. And the dad's picture is going to be there. Because all fishermen have it. Yeah. You're holding the biggest fish they've ever caught. Yeah. Fish that big. And then the kid comes in, dragging the yoke in a mattress. This is going to look like a dead body. Well, it is a dead body. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's going to be dro- like holding the, the fish f- the same size as himself. <laughs> the, kid, the kid will be on the fish's back. Yeah, riding, <laughs> it riding it in it on in. a scooter. <laughs> yeah. And Ma will be there going, well, look at you. Yeah. Oh, while well, the dad's there going, yeah, well, anyway. Yeah. What are we having for dinner? The ma be looking at him going, your dad certainly had never had one that big. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. If you're a dog lover, well, in fact, it's not really a dog thing, is it? It's more a Pets, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Furry friends, yeah. Yeah, basically. Or potentially feathered friends. Yeah. Or potentially scaly friends. I don't understand that Well, I don't know. I mean, the relationship that Dan 2.0 seems to have with his four and a half stone carp 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I suppose. In fact, yeah, this you're could right. Be, uh, I mean, Mrs. Dan Two Point did send in a picture. It is an enormous fish of the fish. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Right. Have you? Not, oh, I never did your screen. Um. Anyway, the um. What do you call it? Uh, you never know. I mean, that could be. You know, this his could be best bad friend news. could be bad news for Mrs. Dan Two Point That's all we're saying. Might be nearly a quarter of people uh, are now saying, and it's quite a lot when you think about it. Twenty five percent of people are saying, you know, when it comes down to it, who do you love more? Your other half, your partner. You know, the person that you're supposed to be with that gives you love and support and also wants to make you hang out with their friends. You know? <laughs> uh, or um, your your pets, your 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 dog, your cat, your like you said, your yeah. fish or your, your budgie, your monkey or whatever it is that you're into. Uh, uh, and it turns out 25% of people say absolutely no shadow of a doubt about it. Love the husband and all, love the wife and all. But the dog comes first. Wow. That they get more... And that's what I'm saying. Is it specifically a dog lover's thing or is it... Well, they, they say pets. They say it mo- mostly um, felines and canines. Right. So it's cats and dogs, really. Yeah. Although I, I don't know how you can love a cat as much as a person. Like, cats, uh, that joke would eat you. Although so would a lot of wives. Uh, but it's like, yeah, but, so, you know, it, it's sort of the way it goes. I think the thing with a cat is you can... You may well love the cat... Not 100% sure the cat will ever love you back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. You kind of get that out of it. Whereas you look at your dog, right? You, you, imagine like the dog and your husband or your dog or your, your wife, right? Right. You, they're so... Everything about the dog is better. You, you, you feed the dog the same cra- t- crap every single day. And every single day the dog goes, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is the best food I've ever had. <laughs> Come here and let us hump the leg off you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you you walk the same places every day. You don't need to do anything different. Every day they and think it's del- amazing. They're delighted. Yeah, you know what I mean? You did, that, you did that with your other half. If you handed up your husband, your wife, your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, the same stuff every day. Yeah. And just did the same thing every day. Be like, <sighs> again. Again. More fish. And also, I go to the pub or something, you know what I mean? And I don't text the dog or tell the dog how I'm getting on yeah. and I hang out with the dog all day and I come back in pissed as a fart and what does the dog say how are you <laughs> did you have a good night it's so good to see you or worse let's th- go to bed to that effect yeah yeah you know and you're like yeah yeah and there's ne- the dog never goes ah yeah I suppose you're out with him out with Edgy was it the dirty hooer you know, you, you don't get any of that. Poor old lady. Poor old lady, yeah. You <laughs> doesn't need to do anything wrong. It's always, you know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, a dog yeah. smells another dog off you and says, I hope that dog was crack. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, they, yeah. They, they There's don't, no jealousy about it. There's no jealousy about it. It's just James, that's, was that a Labrador? Say, that was great crack, was he? You know, right. uh, so you, you, it's all it's all encompassing. It's all full of acceptance. There's no um, no judgment. That's, that's what it comes the, that's down the to. That's the secret, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no that's judgment. The, that's yet. the secret. It's like a secret special power that they have, yeah. or a superpower that they have yeah. that you never get from your other half. Somebody, um, let me just see who this is. I think this is um, yeah. Niall has just been on to say you never see a homeless person with a cat. That is the observation. Yeah, because yeah, you do true. occasionally see with, dogs, uh, with a yeah. dog. Yeah, and that's I, true. And I think the point he's making there is a cat's going, oh, I'm certainly not hanging around here. Get myself somewhere else, half decent. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Cat's always, I can do better than this. Cat always thinks it's better than you. No matter where yeah. you live. If you had, if you lived in a mansion with a cat, the cat would still be saying, oh, God. Do you want for those curtains, did you? Yeah, look at that. I'm going to scratch the, the, them to pieces when you leave the room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, and people agree. Northside Tony says, um, I'll take the dog all day long. Sorry, wifey. <laughs> Mind you, the wifey says the same, apparently. He says, 
that that's a fantastic relationship that they're in there. There's a there's a strange menage a trois going on it there, is, where, isn't it? where both of them love the dog more. The poor old dog goes to be in therapy. <laughs> that poor old dog will be there going. You can imagine the therapist. Who would you want to be with? I just at this stage, I'd rather be on my own, but I'm just staying with them so they won't break up. That's a yeah. The pressure the dog is under. Yeah, that's yeah. A shocker. Um, you'd sacrifice a holiday abroad because you can't bring your dog, but you wouldn't for your missus. That's true. Yeah. So, so if you found it on, oh, sorry, no dogs allowed. Oh well, then I'm not going. Well, then I'm not going. I yeah, don't yeah. want a holiday anyway. Oh yeah, no. This is sorry. This is a. This is a. I don't know a, a singles only resort. Oh, Rick Grand will sure come along anyway. Yeah, well, sure. You know yourself. <laughs> I'll just get a couple of lads together. It'd be great. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. I've good news and bad news for you now, Jim. To really? be honest with you, yeah, yeah, for you, yeah. specifically for me. Well, you, well, yeah, you're the only one. In, well, for people in your situation, what, your current situation, your current um, position in the in the process of time, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so this pe- is an old gag, is it? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, that, <laughs> I'm just saying that um, apparently the good news is people aged uh, 50 and over uh, are more content with life than e- any other age group, uh, according to research that they've carried out now. So wow. congratulations. The bad news is, see you now. Yeah. That's as good as it gets, Chief. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're as good. You're as happy as you're ever going to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so people of people watch over 50 yeah. are more content. Now than ever before. It's the, it's the then, happiest then, time of life. Oh, right. Than any before any time, like in your 40s, 30s. Yeah. I, not as opposed to other 50-year-olds in times past. Oh, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Right. No, I, I should have yeah. been more specific. Yeah, no, just that um, in this current... See, I kind of I know what that is. I sort of know what that is because you know what it is. I think it's actually, it's actually your philosophy coming, uh, coming true. Yeah. Right. Is that it's that it's that your up your aspirations change. You know, like when you were younger and you had ambition. Remember when you had ambition? Oh, when you that were in your old twenties or your early thirties, and you thought, yeah. like, I'm going to make something of myself." Yeah, yeah. I tell yeah. you, one day the world is going to know my name. I'm going to put my mark on the planet. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to whatever. And now your ambitions are. I must get that shelf up in the garage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, I'm going to have to spray those weeds. Yeah. Because they're, they're just out of control. I'll walk to the shop instead of drive. <laughs> you know, you start to have different sorts of ideas. It's a different ideas. ambition. It is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's where the con- contentment comes from. Uh, it's like, if you do get the shelf up in the garage, you think, well, there you go. You see yeah, that? Look at that. Look at that. I'm going, Thanks very I'm, much. I might sit on that for the day. I tell you. You know, you I never do. I deserve to go and sit in the patio now with a, a fizzy beverage. And also they say um, holidays and hobbies are more enjoyable when you're at um, your, your time in life, Jim. You know? <laughs> uh yeah, hold Man, I tell you something. As soon, how long have I got to wait for you to hit fifty? Three years? Yeah, three years. Yeah, but I, you, I am going. Man, I am going to make that. Oh, you do, oh. You, you, I don't. You, well, you, whatever age you. I mean, you'll be well into your seventies then. But I suppose it's grand when you look at this. But it also says that, and this is to read something by surprise. Uh, that when it gets to your fifties. You know, and the pressures of life are kind of a little bit further into the background than the months where, you know. Yeah. Going, Apparently, once you hit your 50s um, as a man, uh, you have a more active sex life Woo-hoo! than you ever had before. Yeah. Really? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Well, what am I saying, I, really? I mean, I, I knew that. Really? Yeah. I was. This is, uh, are you serious? <laughs> Would you not, like, dislocate your hip or something? You'd, like, you'd, be, you'd, you'd have to think, you know, tell you, a lot of thought has to go into it. In your 50s. Oh, I don't know if I believe that. I'm a very... 
very, you know, active young man. I suppose heart. as I get older, there's probably more of me to hold on to than there ever was before. Uh, there's a bit of that going on in my case, anyway. You know, and I definitely have more wobbly bits than I ever had before. That's um, um, so. Can uh, I tell you? So I'd say you're in a hurry to get to your fifties now, are you? Well, by the so sounds of this, we're yeah, more content, and we have more. Um, uh, I don't know about that. I can't off that altogether. I, I think the older you get, the more you start thinking. Just, 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 I really enjoy that in the first place. You know, it was a lot more an instinctual type of thing. You know, I like you know you're sort of like a a, a goose when you're young. You, you, don't, you don't know if you're enjoying it. it's instinct. You're just a, a goose. Yeah, you're like, where's the where's the goose? You follow your instinct. Well, you know, a goose particularly randy. No, but they'd be going to Iceland without thinking about it. You know, it feels like something you should do. <laughs> I, I feel more like a, a, an old parrot now. I just want to be on someone's shoulder. Left alone and eating crackers, you know. It's a ever, strange aspiration. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. Uh, you'd like it. Don't know. That's it's all. It's very messy. And you know, you'd be not if you'd rather be out. Uh, well, not my. I was going to say you'd be rather. Out, but don't ever put a shelf up. Whatever you do. Oh no, I, I can't. Say you'd be rather putting a shelf up in your garage. But I mean, God, that's never going to happen. Let's face it. There's more chance of you actually um, uh, flying off to, uh, to, to be, Iceland. Much like um, the shelf, actually. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the thing. I'd be looking at her thinking, is there no one else that could do that for you? Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Welcome back, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed the, uh, some of the best bits there from during the week on Morning Glory. As we are recording this, believe it or not, it is glorious. We're almost in a hurry to kind of wrap up and get out because it looks absolutely lovely out there. I think it's fair to say um, we certainly hope our local barmen have completed their apprenticeship <laughs> with the work they're going to be put through tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They better be well, they better have their degree Yeah, yeah. Oh, they sorted. Better. I want them wearing it around, I want them wearing this flat cap that he wore as uh, barman's graduation. Here, are you one of these people, because I've kind of fallen into this myself a little bit, um, I suppose it wouldn't really affect you because you're a Smithic drinker. Always drink responsibly. Yeah. Although we're on the internet, you can say what you like. Yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, would you change your drink for the summer? No, I don't really, no. I, I tend to stay the same. They'll have, say, they might be, say, lager drinkers, yeah. right? And then they might go on the cider. I get it, yeah. But, you know, I know a few people and, that do that. You know I'm a Guinness drinker. Yeah. But occasionally, when it comes to, like, a beer garden or whatever, I drift into the lager end. Oh, yeah. Maybe a Coors or something like that. You know what I mean? Or something I like don't know how people stick to stout all year round. <laughs> I swear to God. I haven't had stout in years. And you and me were in an establishment uh, last week where, they all, where we only had two options. One was stout and the other one was a piss water. <laughs> and, uh, I just, and I went with stout, obviously. My God! It was like a fireworks display for three days. I have never... Yeah. It, like, it, it is. It does, yeah. And it is so. It's like drinking uh, pints of soup after a while. After a say, you're just. You get fallen all. <laughs> it, yeah. You should have bread and butter with it every one quite, of them. You do have to sort of. It's an acquired thing. It's, it's not only is it an acquired taste in terms yeah. of drinking it, it's. You, you sort of need to prepare for, you do. for the others. You need to be it. doing squats or something for what it, it's like. It's not. You don't do pills. It's like you're passing super glue for a week. It's unbelievable what goes on. So, I don't know. So obviously it's not. St- so you don't. You you just stick to your your um. I stick your to Smithix water. Yeah, yeah, dirty the, water. The, yeah, the dirty the water. Around. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, I suppose in fairness, yeah, that's that. Yeah, you could have that any time. It's light day, enough. It's like yeah. you said. And sure, if they ever run out, I mean, there's always a puddle or something somewhere that you can <laughs> see now. See. There, you, there was going to be a rub there somewhere. <laughs> right. Come on, let's go and find a suitable fizzeria. Definitely. I have to throw some ice in puddles and get get uh, get busy. 
You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.